in a world that has more than enough information and noise. Is it even possible to truly anchor ourselves and have peace in a scattered world? Hi, this is Pamela and Mary, and we are a mother-daughter team who span two generations but share one message. We will delve into what it looks like to be fully integrated, body, soul, and spirit, and will bring encouragement and hope all along the way. We get it. Life is hard. And let's be real. Hard doesn't even begin to describe it on some days. But we want you to know that you're not alone. And not only that, we are here to come alongside you and cheer you on as you walk out your individual storyline. So join us as we journey together and laugh, cry, and everything in between. Welcome to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey, Madre. Hey, Mary. I have a question for you this morning. Where are you finding your white pumpkins? My white pumpkins. You know what? I found a bunch of Walmart this year, which I was super surprised by because a lot of the times Walmart doesn't have pumpkins. Well, they have the orange pumpkins, but they don't have the really fun, cool pumpkins. You can only get those like at the farmer's market. But I think what it is, is because it's still September, there's still a lot of them. And sometimes I don't wait to decorate until the beginning of October. And I feel like all the cool pumpkins are gone by then. So the key is decorating a week or two early. Man, that is exactly what I've been doing. And this year I'm like, I'm going to get me some white pumpkins and maybe some green ones because, you know, my house is all white. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to send you a picture of the coolest pumpkin that me and the girls picked out yesterday. It is such a cool green and I'm so excited about it. Yes. Please send yeah. me a picture. Yeah, I, I will rush right out in the next day or two and get my pumpkins. Thank you. Yes, and I will say, side note, that what I started doing in this last couple of years is getting some fake pumpkins and then yeah. supplementing with real pumpkins because I, in previous years, I've spent so much money on real pumpkins. And I'm like, okay, well, this is ridiculous. And then other years, I've like bought no pumpkins and nothing because I'm just like, I can't afford that. And so... Uh, What I've done is actually what a lot of people do with florals for weddings is you get a lot of fake and then you supplement with the real and it like tricks people's eyes because they just think, well, this one's real and this one's on the outside. So they're not really looking at the others and you're like, oh, these are so beautiful (laughs) because they don't look super fake. So I'm telling you, it works. Oh, man. Good. Good. Yes. Yes. So, yes. So this is our last topic for this series of the body and the body, soul and spirit. And next month, in the month of October, we're going to be moving on to the soul. But for our last week, we've kind of named this redefining self-care. Okay, we've added quiet time. I'm kind of going back to the different topics that we've talked about in the month of September. So we've added quiet time in that first week. Then the next week, we simplified our lives and we looked at the things that we needed to take out to remove the noise. And then last week, we looked at adding rhythms and routines and this idea of how defining our days and the time management and how that looks is so life-giving. Today, we're kind of wrapping it all up of redefining self-care. And when we talk about self-care, there's like an endless rabbit hole of things we could talk about. But what we mean by redefining self-care is truly getting back to the basics of literally what is self-care. What is the actual things that our body needs and God has wired us to need? And are we giving those the attention that it needs? So we're kind of ending this series on these practical things that are bringing this chaos to order in our bodies. And it starts with these most basic of things. 
And we all know that these things are important, the things that we're going to be talking about. And obviously, there are entire books and podcasts written on all of these topics. So we do not claim to be experts on these things. But we are here cheering you on and encouraging you that these things aren't just random things that we should be doing, but these are things that God has uniquely created our bodies to need. And we would do well to look at these things and to give these things value and the intentionality that they deserve. Yeah, I love that. And I am right there with probably most of us when I think of self-care I definitely just think of like those days I had at the beach recently, or I am a lover of spas and massages and all those things. But I think when we're talking about it today, one of the things that struck me is that God really values the fact that we're earthen vessels, right? And we break down and we have so many needs that are maybe simple and that we can overlook. God was kind of saying to me, this is like a sacred thing to him that he doesn't want us to not care for or mistreat our bodies or our minds or our thoughts. So this self-care thing to me, this is like the most beautiful thing we can do for the people around us and the people we're called to is to take care of ourselves in a way that's filled with just creativity and compassion and that we would really bring in this way of thinking for the reasons we're doing some of these things that are going to be super intentional. And we're going to just talk about some very simple things that could actually be life. Yes, that's so good. And when I think about what are the things that we do need, things that come to mind, sleep, water, food, movement, relationship, Literally, people's brains will die without relationship at a young age. And I just threw in there creativity and nature because I think that God has so wired us for that, that we do start to have such a deficit. So feel the disconnect when we're not connected to those things. So sleep, water, food we're putting in our bodies, movement, relationship, nature, creativity. I just threw those out there to be things that not only are good for us, but we actually need those things. We really, really need those things. And we all know that we need those things. We live in a culture where everything is thrown at us constantly. You can't be on social media for five minutes without it being like, hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do that. And we're just constant, constant noise, noise, noise. And that paralyzes us. And we're like, I just, I can't do anything. And so I love what you're saying, mom, is starting it off with this is sacred, that the Lord created our bodies with these things in mind because he knew that this was going to be life-giving for our souls. He had something in mind when he did this. Yeah. I mean, Again, I lean into the designer creator so much because I think that we can just see that he intentionally, there's a lot of built-in weaknesses within us. And like you said, something as simple as water and, and healthy food, and he's provided us with everything we need. And yet we can go to great lengths to do everything else other than just taking care of our bodies. And of course, I would not skip over that taking care of our minds, right? Feeding our souls with your suggestion of the nature and connect with nature and creativity, I'd add a word to that. And that is definitely to be thinking on and surrounding yourself with what's beautiful. I I think that you're, because I think we're created from our creator, who's extremely obviously creative. And I think in those ways that this is how God has made us so that we're being inspired on a regular basis 
And there's so many ways to be inspired. When we we think of self-care, we are thinking of these additional things. But I think some of those baseline things are a good place to begin. Yes. As we think about these things, I was praying and asking the Lord, okay, how do we even broach these topics? They're so over-talked about. Everybody knows that they need them. And probably they're thinking, yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm failing at that. I should do better at that. I was reminded of when my kids were trying to teach me how to play Mario Kart. Mom, I know we tried it, I'm sure a few times over the course of our lives, tried to teach you how to play a video game. And I'm sure we felt the same hopeless discouragement for you as my children feel for me because I am awful (laughs) at them. So whenever I play Mario Kart, I die almost immediately, just run into things and whatever. But I, I I like move my whole body. Like my kids just laugh at me because I'm like moving, thinking that if I move to the left with all of my being, that somehow I'll, I'll go to the left. Right. And they're like, mom, you don't have to move, just move your wrist. And what, what I end up doing is I'm moving my hands completely like 360 to the left, trying to get my little cart to go where I wanted to go. But what happens when I'm doing that? I end up, my little cart, my little Mario cart is like spinning. And I'm like, I don't know. And my son is always like, mom, all you have to do is slightly move your wrist, slightly. And I'm like, no, but that's not going to, he's like, yes, if you just slightly move your wrist, you're going to get in the direction that you want to go. When you're doing that whole thing with your body, you're just like going in circles. And the same thing's true if you're on the ice driving or anything in real life. If if you try to overcorrect, you just end up spinning out. It's just the time any slight adjustments Mm -hmm. that is actually what we need to course correct is actually what we need. So I just want to start by saying just to encourage each one of us that what we think we need or what we think we have to do. Yeah, I do need to eat better. Okay, I'm going vegan tomorrow. I mean, maybe I don't know. But my point is, is sometimes it's just the one degree shifts is all that we need to course correct and get us back on track. Mm, Yes, man. I definitely am a self-proclaimed all or nothing kind of girl and have been all my life. And it hasn't brought me almost any, any profit. So I would say I I concur with that a hundred percent is that just to start, start somewhere, start with small steps and the steps accumulate. That's all I can tell you is that's just the vast majority of us. For those of you that doesn't pertain to, that's awesome. You can come alongside of us and help us. But most of the people who are, are, have been successful are more consistent than they are all or nothing. The idea of just staying in it, to stay on your path and to not quit is really a lot of times all we really need to do and to put things in more bite-sized ways. I think there's just so many things that are very short-lived. When I think of self-care, I think if we're not really thinking of self-care in a way that's more holistic, this is where I'm a little concerned that we're just grabbing at straws that are so short-lived. Yeah, You know what I mean? And and it's like anything for anybody, just take it one step too far and it's not very life-giving. Where we become maybe too self-centered. The other thing that comes to me in this thing of self-care that I want to mention again is this idea of compassion. The fact is that you would have compassion for your body, for yourself, for your emotions, for your story. I think self-care has a lot to do with beautiful things like journaling and reading inspiring books. I think this is where we're really feeding our body and our soul, whatever it takes to maybe drink more water, 
good water, water that you like, that if you need to buy lemons and limes or just those little extra steps that make you feel like this is a special thing I'm drinking now and you're more motivated to do it. Think creatively of the ways that you could do something that would be more sustainable. Break it in half, break it in half again. My husband says that to me all the time. I'll say, oh, I just have so much to do. And he'll say, have you cut it in half? Over the years, I've learned that that's so true. I take my master list and I just pull off what I can even look at for the next week. I don't want to see that master list, right? That's a self-care thing for myself. I'll be overwhelmed if I look at such a long list. These are the smallest of things that you can do to not set yourself up to be overwhelmed. I, I would say the other thing to me, I think rest is really at the top of this list when we talk about self-care, that we're not just exhausted when we get into bed every night. We're, we're making these choices for ourselves. Remember, you're a big girl. You're, you're grown up now. You get to choose. And if four kids all crawling all over you is maybe too much. You can make tiny little spaces and boundaries at times. No, just two people can get on mommy and jump on me yeah, at a time. Right. Not four. Uh, just tiny little ways you can say, you know, that's just, I start to feel claustrophobic. In a million little ways, you can be kind to yourself and compassionate. So Mary, again, why don't you remind us of some of those really most basic and essential things that we need almost every day? Yeah. And I think the idea of that redefining self-care is right. When we think of self-care, we do think of, oh, taking a hot bath or going to the spa. And again, yes, those things are so life-giving, but right. So much of the time we are not looking at the very core things that God has wired us to, to have to need. And I actually was thinking about a picture in my head. We've been watching a lot of football lately as a family. My boys are obsessed with football. And so I got a picture of Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs. And I saw this picture of him like playing offense. He's like killing it at offense in this picture. And he's doing amazing and getting touchdown after touchdown. But then the defense comes out, Chiefs defense come out and the defense comes out to play. And I see this picture of every single defense player representing one of these core things that God has created us to need. So one defense player was good food. One was water. One was sleep and rest. One was relationship. One was nature. Okay. And I just saw this picture of them starting to play. And then one player would just go and sit on the bench and there'd be minus one player. So water goes and sits on the bench. Okay. Now they're playing just a little bit worse. Now, all of a sudden, relationships just goes and sits on the bench. Oh, now all of a sudden we're really being pummeled, right? Then good food goes and sits on the bench. Okay. Now we're like, there's no chance. So this picture that I kind of got was basically as each one kind of goes and takes a back seat and we're not attending to these things, even in the slightest of ways, it's affecting us. And no matter how much we're running and running, I imagine uh, Mahomes running offense and trying the best that he can. We're constantly feeling defeated. We're constantly feeling like we're losing, falling into bed exhausted, feeling like we're banging our head against a wall because we're like, I'm going so fast. I'm doing the best that I can. And I still feel like I'm constantly losing. And it's like, well, yeah, look at your defense. They're all on the bench. Yes. And so I'm not trying to simplify this because I know this is so nuanced and there's a million different reasons why we could feel a certain way or just so many different things. 
But today's episode is really saying, but have we looked at those basics? When my daughter comes to me and says, oh, I'm feeling kind of down. I'm feeling kind of sad. I listen to her and we process for a minute and we may pray together. But then after that, my next course of action is always to say something like, when's the last time you've eaten? What did you eat? How much water have you had today? Did you get any sleep last night? Like, maybe we should schedule a doctor's appointment and check your hormone levels. Have you tried to walk outside? Anyway, so like just these basic things of these core Mm. things rather than jumping to these super complicated things. Maybe you're really hungry. Or maybe you got two hours of sleep last night and your body is exhausted and you just need some rest. And so just really looking at these most basic things Mm -hmm. and saying, okay, Lord, we're going to choose to make these things sacred. We're going to call these things self-care rather than saying, I need a whole day at the spa, which heck, yeah, maybe you do. I mean, that sounds amazing. But maybe what you also need is a good night's rest. Yes. Yes. That's so, so good. And man, I have found so much of that to be true. Oh my gosh, it's so true. And it's not complicated. I think sometimes we can get overwhelmed with all the things that we feel like we should be doing for our physical selves or our mental selves, or again, back to time with the Lord. But I think these physical things, obviously, we are very weak vessels. We can't go long without some of these things that because they'll become dire, things like water, particularly, or sleep. And so again, what are we modeling to our kids? Are we taking care of ourselves? Are we in, are we kind of making that yes. a family thing that we're doing some of these things together and it becomes a value for our family? Like this is what we do. Oh, this is what our family does. Or that's the memory of your kids. And it's been imprinted through modeling, not just talking about it. If you're ragged as a mom, if you're barely getting by, how how much sway do you necessarily or influence you have over your kids when they see you going a million right. miles an hour? What's that telling your daughters about what life will look like when she has a family to manage and this busyness and all this noise and you yourself taking the brunt of it? I don't think that those are the examples we want to model because whether we're saying anything intentionally, the modeling is speaking much louder than anything we could even be teaching them because that's what they're going to follow. Unfortunately, this comes back to intentionality and why we want to really think about not just ourselves, because obviously if you fall apart, you're a key player in this defense and offensive plays. Yeah, our families are big Chiefs fans. Yes, We we get some of those analogies, right? But really the defensive parts that God has given you in your entire body really have to be fueled by some of these basic things or they do just sort of lay down with inflammation and some of the cancers. Our immune systems, they just can't really do their job. They just kind of lay down and take a nap. We don't want that happening today. And the other thing I would just throw in there with this is I think we all love that idea. Not all, but many of us, some of these rituals. We talked about sort of time and rhythms and those kinds of things last week. How do we bring that into self-care? I think maybe when it's a little more special or beautiful, those can be little touchstones. For some of us, mine's almost daily, like, like just having my tea and lighting a single candle. I just was reading a book by, I think it's Ruth Barton. She was talking about solitude and stillness and something that really captivates me at this season of my life. But she was talking about how just lighting a candle and making it a mental connection that when I light this candle, I'm inviting you in God. 
I'm reminded that the Holy Spirit is with me and I'm just going to invite you in and I'm going to dial down and I'm just going to go into this quiet mode and just sit with you like a person sits yes. with a friend, maybe in silence. So the idea of some of those little rituals, your favorite chair, your soft little blanket, you know, again, just your warm drink. I mean, we can almost come to look forward to that instead of, wow, that feels like a dread because I know I don't have the time and I'm just going to be anxious while I'm sitting here and I'm not going to really get anything right. out of this. But if you could create spaces for yourself that you love, because then you're going to be much more consistent at doing them. Even I have found if I don't like a particular food or I don't like water a certain way, I'm not going right. to drink it. But if everything becomes like beautiful and lovely to me, that's how I kind of got one over to kombucha, a very important thing for me to drink for my stomach gut things for probiotics. The thing is, is that I put it in a special glass where I'd sit and drink it until I got used to the yes, taste of it. Right. And now I absolutely yeah. love it. The point is, is that we can do things again in ways that are intentional, but maybe just little baby yes. steps. Some of us, beauty is very, very important to us. And so we can invite that in even in daily yes. rituals that are high value to us. And there can be parts, whether it's sound in the background or whether it's just a sound a app with the sound of the ocean. I mean, it doesn't have to be worship music at all. It can be whatever's the background noise to you that's lovely and beautiful. So we just invite you to partake of all of God's beauty in all these ways in your body, in your mind, what you think about, and in your spirit, man, where you're finding and making space for God. All of these to us is sacred and they're all part of your self-care. Yeah, I think the biggest thing in all of this is just to not minimize these things and to realize and acknowledge that just tiny, tiny tweaks in any one area can make such a huge difference. And I love how you're saying adding beauty into those things because if we aren't intentional in bringing these into our rhythms and routines so much of the time, life just happens and we don't end up doing them. We do overlook sleep and eating well and drinking water and going out in nature. So really inviting these things into our rhythms and routines and intentionally saying out loud and to the Lord, these things are sacred, Lord. I'm choosing to believe that you have created these things and you've created these things to be life-giving to me. And so I'm giving them back to you. I'm not uh, separating them and putting them in their own little box. That's the whole point of this podcast even is they're all integrated. It all matters. And it's not just like, yeah, I need to eat well and yes. do this. And then also spend time with the Lord. And the Lord's like, no, when you're out taking a walk in nature and your body's connecting to me, your body is being made whole and healed, right? When I'm drinking my water in the morning, I just pause and I'm like, yes, Lord, this is water that I need. This is life-giving, like you're life-giving. Okay. And I know that's like, oh, maybe like woo-woo, but it's, it's real. Every part of us is connected. When I start just putting little parts of me on a yes. shelf, that's when we start kind of disconnecting and disintegrating from who we are. We're just saying all of these parts are connected. Let's relook at that and then invite those places in and remember that these things can add so much value to our lives. Yeah, Mary, this has been so good today. I This might have been one of my favorite of these four for the month of September. We've enjoyed doing this and we hope you guys have been so blessed and I am definitely ready for October, like many of you that are in hot places that have been a really hot, long summer. It's so beautiful that God changes yes. the seasons and that we're coming into the next beautiful season that we all probably look forward to 
this ends kind of chaos to order for September. And come next week, we're going to be talking about this idea of acceptance and the beauty of accepting things that change or that are hard to accept. And just talking about that in relation to the fall and the changes that come in this next season. So continue to join us. We love you guys. You're in our hearts. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the More Than Enough podcast. We are still busy behind the scenes setting up our website. But for now, if you would like to stay up to date or follow along, you can follow us on Instagram at Ames Girls. That's A-M-E-S-G-I-R-L-S. We know that because we're a newer podcast, one of the best ways for people to find us is through reviews. So if you would take just a few minutes and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would be so grateful. Thank you so much again for joining us, and we look forward to chatting it up again with you next week. Have a lovely week.